Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevoort, and today I'm going to be talking about that fascinating practice that everybody has gotten on board with, choosing a word of the year, and we're going to explore the reason behind it. Have you really ever wondered why people embrace this tradition and what benefits it can bring to your life? Join me today as I explore the why, the what, and the how of picking your word of the year and learn how it can inspire and guide you throughout 2024. Let's get started. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grown-ups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred, it's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. guys, I told you that today we were going to be talking about choosing your word of the year. And yes, we are a few days into the year already, but that's okay because this is not something that has to be ready to go on the very first day of January every year. You have a little bit of time to choose your word of the year. And I kind of have some ideas on what mine might be, but I haven't settled 100% on a specific word this year. And even if I had chosen it already, I might not tell you, not because I don't want you to know, but because I don't want you to be tainted by my word. I know how it is. Sometimes we hear a word and we're like, oh yeah, that's so awesome. That's my word. But it doesn't have that personal meaning for me or for you. So I want you to do some deep work on this before I let you in on what mine is. And I'm still working through it myself. Choosing a word of the year has really become a popular practice. You see it all over social media at the beginning of the year. It's a way for individuals to set a focused intention or theme for the year ahead. And the tradition itself has its roots in the concept of choosing a guiding word or mantra. And I call it a mantra. I like that. And that encapsulates your aspirations, your goals, and your desired mindset for the year. It provides a simple and powerful anchor for personal growth and reflection through the year. And it's different than just setting a singular New Year's resolution. Your word of the year, it kind of marries all of your goals in a more complete way than just one specific New Year's resolution. Now, your New Year's resolution can be part of that word of the year. But I know how it is for me. When I set a New Year's resolution to lose weight, work out more, drink more, whatever it is that I set the New Year's resolution for, I get off track usually about February or March. And then I feel defeated. 
But when I choose a word of the year, even if I go off track for a little while, I can realign myself and get back on track with my word of the year. And I don't feel as defeated that way. Now I looked, but I couldn't find the exact origin of where word of the year came from. But the practice has really gained traction in the recent years as a tool for self-improvement and being very mindful in all of your decisions. And if you're interested in incorporating this in your life, it could be a really valuable tool to help you stay aligned with your personal and your professional goals. So I have four steps for you in choosing your word of the year. Step one is to reflect on last year, reflect on 2023, reflect on your experiences, any lessons that you learned, any emotions that you encountered from the previous year and what led up to those emotions, what event created those emotions that you were having. Then I want you to take some time to journal and meditate on your personal and your professional growth this past year. What challenges did you have? that you overcame, or some that you might have struggled to overcome? What areas would you like to improve in? Take some time not to just journal and meditate, but to also pray about it and really sit in it before you make that final decision, because this is your word for an entire year. You do not want to make it haphazardly. And I often find that if I just sit and wait long enough, God gives me words. He wants me to start looking for them, but he'll put a word in front of me often. And it's throughout the year. It's not usually just once in my year. He will put things in front of me many times during the year, different words. And while they may not be my full year mantra, they are something that I need to pay attention to right at that moment. But when you journal and you meditate on it and you reflect, it's going to provide you with a solid foundation, which you're able to use in choosing your guiding word. Step two. Now, remember, in step one, you were journaling, do a brain dump. I've talked about doing brain dumps often. Write down 10, 20 words that come to mind and then start looking for those themes. So that's step two. Identify themes and intentions that arise from those reflections that you're doing. What words resonate with you the most? Is there a particular area of your life that you want to focus on? I right now am focused completely on my career. Consider words like balance, growth, courage, motion, action, gratitude, whatever it is, just make sure that they align with your aspirations and can serve as a guiding force through that whole year. And then step three is to choose your word. Trust your intuition and select the word that truly speaks to you. Write it down, create a vision board, or find a really meaningful way to display your word so that you can see and be reminded of it often. My friend Jillian creates beautiful works of art. They're watercolor art. And she has written books and she is the illustrator for all of her books. And she is wonderful at creating word art that is just amazing and specific to what you're looking for. And she had posted on social media that she had gotten more requests for words of the year art this year than she has in a long time. That just goes to show that when you have a visual, it helps remind you constantly about that. And don't just 
get your word and put it somewhere and look at it for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, it's kind of like things hanging on the refrigerator. They've hung there so long, you forget to look at them. Move it around so you don't forget about it. That way it doesn't just become part of your surroundings that you no longer see. And then embrace your chosen word and let it guide you in your decisions, your actions, and your mindset throughout the upcoming year. And step four is to regularly revisit and reflect on your word. It's easy to pick a word, but do you actually use it or even remember it in a few months or even weeks? Make a habit to revisit your word of the year regularly. Set aside time every month to reflect on how your word is influencing your life. Put it in your Google calendar, write it on your planner, whatever you need to do to remember to revisit so you don't forget that word. And then you can reflect on whether or not you're embodying the essence of your word. Are there any adjustments or realignments that you need to make? Remember, your word of the year is a tool for growth. So allow it to evolve with you and guide your journey. And there you have it, guys. The Power of Choosing a Word of the Year. By reflecting on the past, identifying your intentions, and embracing a guiding word, you can bring focus, clarity, and inspiration into your life. So why not give it a try this year? Discover the transformative impact a simple word can have on your life, on your personal goals, on your professional goals. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. And if you enjoyed today's content, please hop over to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. That way I know you're listening and it helps me grow the show. And be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. I also want to invite you to join our Facebook group where the learning continues during the week. And I will have the link for that in the show notes and you can click on the link and join at any time. And don't forget that I am getting ready to start my Educator to Entrepreneur Academy very soon. And I'm going to have a link in the show notes where you can send me your name and your email. That's all I need. Name and email and I will send you more information about going from an educator to an entrepreneur and owning your own time, starting your own business. I'm going to walk you through the entire process. Remember, I have done this and it took me a little bit to get through it and figure things out because I didn't know what I didn't know. But now I know and I can tell you and you can do it in a much quicker way and more efficient way than I was able to. I hope today's show was a blessing as you continue on your path toward everything that God has in store for your life and your career. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and give you peace. Bye-bye.